I felt so terrible for all the athletes that were trying to make it or had already qualified and the fact that it was being pushed a whole year because that's like an eternity when it comes to sports, especially gymnastics. And so, yeah, that was my first reaction. I wasn't really thinking about myself at all until I went on Twitter and I saw people saying like, oh, Courtney McGregor, that might be good for her. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, well, maybe I could. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, alongside my co-host and twin sister, Brittany. Hey, guys. We're so excited for today's episode. Our guest represented New Zealand at the 2016 Olympics. She is also the 2019 Mountain Rim Conference All-Around Champion, as well as the team captain for the Boise State Gymnastics team. She recently announced her retirement from the sport and is here today to talk about the abrupt ending to her college career, her experience competing in Rio in 2016, and what led to making the decision to retire from the sport and not pursue the Tokyo Olympics. Please welcome to the show the wonderful Courtney McGregor. So let's go back to the beginning of the year, your season opener, and it was the second Mm -hmm. event of the meet and you go down on vault. What was going through your mind in that moment? Um, I think just as soon as I landed, I knew exactly what I had done. I mean, I felt um, a pop when I hit the board. And so somehow I decided to bail mid-vault. I didn't, you know, I wasn't consciously controlling any of that. I just felt a pop. And then I guess my body decided that we're not going to land because that wouldn't be a good idea. So somehow just did a half to my butt, which was the safest thing thankfully um to to do and but yeah as soon as I landed I was like I know exactly what I've done and so yeah that was pretty disappointing um especially yeah straight off the bat I mean you work the whole preseason and do all the hard hard work and then you finally get to the fun part and you get to compete and it's just over like that so yeah that was pretty disappointing (laughs) yeah it kind of sucks that it happened like first meet of the season your senior year yep well (laughs) (laughs) at that point too you were also you know you still hadn't qualified the olympics you were going to your plan was to later in the year the continental championships you know that had been difficult too to have like everything come crashing down at once how did you stay positive in that time when you know you're senior year basically just got taken away and then also your Olympic dream got taken away too yeah definitely um at the time I think I just had convinced myself that I would redshirt and that was kind of how I was coping with the um college gymnastics side of things so Mm -hmm. at that time I was it was just more the disappointment of the Olympics that I was dealing with and that that wasn't going to be a possibility anymore and so, yeah, that was difficult, but, um, yeah, at that time I was thinking, well, at least I can bridge here because it was so easy and uh, so early in the season. Yeah, that, and that was before all the chaos struck. Yeah, because yeah. then in March, you know, the whole outbreak happened and championships were canceled, the rest of the season was canceled. Mm-hmm. How did you find out about the news? Yeah, so that was crazy. I remember, like, one day it was, like, um, I'm not sure if it was, yeah, I think it was the whole Pac-12 said that they weren't going to be able to have crowds anymore, and so UCLA's, like, senior meet was coming up, and we were all just, like, devastated for them that they weren't going to be able to have that senior night that they were looking forward to, and then 
think it was the next day, it got canceled completely. And then the day I having no crowd at our senior meet, and then that got canceled, and our conference got canceled. And so it was really just within those like three, four days, we just went from completely thing was canceled. And you know, I think for me, seeing as my season had already been kind of <laughs> ended pretty like a couple of months before it wasn't like as devastating for me obviously because I wasn't actually competing but um for the team it was horrific I mean we had started off the season really rocky because we had some coaching changes um throughout the summer and yeah I think we were really just finally starting to find our groove and we were so looking forward to that because we were hosting conference that year which we were all so excited about and then it was just gone in a matter of days and so yeah, at that point, we were still weren't sure if there was going to be regionals or that sort of thing was going on. So we went into the gym one day and then we found out that everything was canceled. And so we were just, yeah, it was a very strange time. Yeah. Did you finish out the semester on campus or did you go back home right away? Um. So a couple of days after all that chaos unfolded with the the sporting side of things um they did move all of our classes online and so I was gonna wait um in the U.S. and kind of just finish that out and then come home as I had planned but um then there was (laughs) a message from the New Zealand government saying get home while you still can because the borders might not be open for for that much longer and so I was able to get home um I had to do my two weeks in quarantine but I was able to do that from my house and if I would have waited much longer I would have had to do that in like a hotel and a government facility thing so I was really happy I was able to get home pretty quickly yeah. and then after that it was every everyone was in lockdown anyway the whole country so we were all kind of in the same boat <laughs> right what is the coronavirus situation in New Zealand right now are things better for you guys over there yeah we're doing really well we only have one active case in the whole country and so we're basically back up and running as normal. We have restrictions on the number of people that are allowed to gather. But um, other than that, we're pretty much back to normal, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, that sounds nice. Things are still mm-hmm. kind of bad here in the United States, and it's really bad where we're at in Michigan. Mm-hmm. We're, we've, been on, we've been on full lockdown for like three months, it feels like. So That's we're crazy. envious. Yeah, I bet. I can't imagine. It's crazy. Um, so I wanted to talk about the Olympics being postponed until 2021 and what your mindset was when you first heard the news. Was there a part of you initially that was maybe like excited a little bit that you were given another shot possibly at going to Tokyo when, you know, originally you, once you had that vault, you mm-hmm. probably thought it was all over, but it was like you almost got a second chance when the Olympics were postponed. <laughs> so what was your mindset like? Yeah, I think initially when I heard it I, like my first reaction was just like I was I felt so terrible for all the athletes that were trying to make it or had already qualified and the fact that it was being pushed a whole year because that's like an eternity when it comes to sports especially gymnastics and so mm-hmm. yeah that was my first reaction I wasn't really thinking about myself at all until I went on Twitter and I saw people saying like oh Courtney McGregor that might be good for her and I was like oh wait yeah well maybe I could but um yeah obviously a couple of months went well we were in lockdown for that sort of eight week period and 
you know, I got to think about it more and learn more about what was going on in the U.S. with the college season, seeming like um, there's already been a lot of budget cuts and some discussions about shortening the season already and all these things were sort of adding up. And so once I decided that I wouldn't be going back over there, then I had to think about that and the Olympics. And for me, since the only way to qualify is that continental spot and you know, you have to win that all around on that one day of competition, which is not a given. And even if that did happen, we don't know that the games are going ahead at this point. So there was just too many things for me that were saying, I think it's time to just move on. Was that a hard decision to make? Yeah, it was definitely really hard. I think the hardest part was definitely deciding whether or not I was going to go back to college gymnastics for another year, because if I had decided to go back, then I could wait and decide if I wanted to try for the Olympics. I could, I wouldn't have to make that decision now. I could sort of like get back into it and see how I was feeling before I made that decision. But once I realized that I don't think it's going to be a normal season and um, I've already graduated, I don't like need another year of school. So I'd just be doing it for the gym really. And I, I wasn't convinced that it was going to be, um, an enjoyable season so once I decided like okay not going back to the U.S. then I had to think about the Olympics and yeah it was a really really big decision um, I had to think about that one for for a few weeks for sure <laughs> yeah it's probably hard to make such a big decision when there's like so many unknowns it's, I couldn't imagine having to be in your shoes and make that decision <laughs> yeah it wasn't it wasn't a fun decision to make but definitely feel like now that I've made it um it's kind of taken a lot of that uncertainty out of the picture and I've kind of taken back my control (laughs) over what's going on as much as I could have so yeah it's been nice (laughs) so I wanted to talk about how you decided that you were going to do college gymnastics was it something that growing up you kind of always knew you wanted to do yeah I think uh well we would always talk about um what are you going to do after school? What are you going to do? And people would be like, I'm going university here. I'm going here. And I was always just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the to the U.S. Like, I didn't know where. I didn't know how. <laughs> I just was like, yeah, I'm going to do college gymnastics. Because when I went to the Olympics, I was only 17. And so, um, yeah, and I graduated high school early. And so at that point, I wasn't ready to be done with gymnastics. And um, if I was going to stay here and do it with, university at the same time you don't get that same support and um all the resources that you have over there and so it just seemed like a logical thing for me to do and it looked like a lot of fun so yeah (laughs) um I was curious what is the recruitment process like for a gymnast that's not from the United States do you have to like express interest to the coaches or did you have coaches reaching out to you or how did that work yeah it's really difficult when you're international because you don't know quite how to go about the whole situation and because there's like a trillion rules like compliance rules and everything with the NCAA and so it's also confusing but thankfully I had um Mary Wright she came back uh, 2015 and helped me qualify for the Olympics and then she coached me at the Olympics um she had a club in the United States in Utah Olympus Gymnastics that was her club and so she was there for years and she'd had a lot of girls going to college on scholarships. And so she had a lot of good relationships with coaches and she knew all, all the things you had to do to get there. And you've got to go send your transcripts here and 
send emails to coaches that you want to you know you're interested in their program and all these things and so she kind of helped me through which was amazing I wouldn't have found anything without her how did you decide on Boise State were you looking into like several colleges or Mm -hmm. how did you decide on Boise State yeah for me coming from New Zealand the the number one priority for me was like I want to go somewhere that's safe and (laughs) kind of yeah I didn't really it didn't appeal to me really going to a huge city or um, extremely big school and so Boise kind of stood out to me in that way that it was sort of familiar I mean demographically and like um to like about the same size as the city I'm from and um familiar sort of terrain and things like that so yeah I went to that to Boise State on a visit and I really enjoyed it um I was also looking at University of Utah but I know at the time they had some some issues with scholarships and what was available and things like that but once I visited um BSU I was pretty happy to go there (laughs) and uh, what was the adjustment like to moving to the United States and you know managing the life of a college student athlete um it was a huge adjustment for sure I was was still a little 17 year old it's funny now when I look back I'm like and I see 17 year olds like normal 17 year olds I was like there's no way that you could send them off to another country like how how did that even happen how did I even make it through but I guess I've always been pretty mature and I feel like gymnasts are, are like that um so yeah it was it was a huge huge change I think the cultures are so different and also just the fact that you're living on your own now and and leaving home for the first time is a big deal already and then when you add in that it's so far away and in a different country and yeah there's there was definitely a lot of a lot of change during that time did your family ever come to some of the meets to watch you yeah they came a few times um usually my parents would come just like one at a time because it's so expensive to fly all the way over there and so um yeah they both came a couple of times my dad came during the summer and kind of explored Idaho and did some fishing and things like that and then my mom came to a few mates and yeah so that's been really cool so switching gears here I wanted to talk about your Olympic experience because that was a really huge accomplishment for you Mm -hmm. what was it like in the Olympic Village, you know, getting to meet other athletes. Do you have any, like, cool behind-the-scenes stories that you can share with us? <laughs> yeah, um, it was a really cool experience being in the Village. And, yeah, being part of, like, a, a multi-sport team is just a really awesome experience. You get to meet a lot of athletes. And um, I was, like, lucky enough to be in the same subdivision as the USA. And so we got to train alongside them twice a day for however long we were there for um so that was really cool to get to meet them and sort of interact with them and I think the place that you meet like the most athletes is probably the like the food hall and the dining sort of stuff um a lot of the really famous athletes don't necessarily eat in there that often because they just get mobbed like one afternoon we were in there for lunch and Usain Bolt came and tried to like grab some food and it was just like pandemonium like everyone wanted a (laughs) selfie with him and they were mobbing him and I felt so bad I was like there's no way I'm gonna bother him for a selfie right now but like my coach Mary was like yeah yeah she like ran over and 
stopped him and got I just yeah it was weird but um so yeah the dining <laughs> hall is definitely a good place to kind of spot people out but I'm not really one to ask for too many photos so I just it was kind of cool yeah. just watching and seeing seeing all the athletes did you get to go to the opening ceremony because I know like the United States team they are never allowed to go mm-hmm. for whatever reason were, were you allowed to go to that yeah so we did have discussions about that. I was like super keen to go because it's such an amazing experience. Um, but it, it was, I think it was the opening ceremony and then we had the day after um, was the day before the competition. So basically had one day um, between the opening and, and qualification. And so I know Mary was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit iffy about it and she was, she was debating whether or not she was going to let me go, but we were really glad that we did in the end. All we did was um, take the bus in and then you wait in like a holding stadium until your country is ready to go. And then they walk you out and we just literally walked through waves. And then as soon as we walked out a couple of hundred meters, whatever it was, we just got on the bus and went back home. So we didn't stay for the whole thing, but we got to do the march, which was really cool. And, yeah, definitely, definitely worth the experience. It was amazing. And when you were done competing, did you get to go to, like, any other sporting events? Yeah, I went to a couple. Um, the one I remember the most, I went to the 100-meter sprint final. That one was pretty cool, seeing Usain Bolt run in, like, the huge um, athletic stadium. So that one was really cool. But, yeah, I didn't stay for too long after because I was going – straight back to Boise and school was starting so I didn't stay for as long as I would have liked to but yeah I definitely got to see some stuff so that was cool and you've accomplished so much in your gymnastics career when you look back what moments are you most proud of um I I think just competing at the Olympics and having a I think those were some of the best faults that I had done and just saying that you competed at the Olympics and it was a good competition. Like you didn't just get there. I, I made all my routines. And so that was like a really satisfying feeling and accomplishment. But um, when I think about everything that I did in my career, I don't really think about the mates. It's kind of the mates are such a tiny portion of all the gymnastics that you do in your life. And when I think about it, it's like all the workouts and all the hundreds of thousands of hours that I've put in and, all the people that I've got to meet and those are the things that um, I'll never forget and cherish about gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned your vaults. Your vaults were really good. You were pretty close to making the vault final, weren't you? Yeah. I think I was 13th. So that like a Isn't lot, it? but for a tiny little country that doesn't know anything about gymnastics, like when I tell people I'm a gymnast, they're like, Oh, with the ribbons and things like, that's what people think about gymnastics here. And I don't think people understand like how small of a sport it is. And so I think that was a huge accomplishment yeah. for me. So I was pretty proud. For <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. You should be very proud. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you've been posting a lot of updates on social media about your Achilles and how it's doing. Mm-hmm. What's the latest update? <laughs> the latest update. I'm not sure if people still want updates now that I have announced my retirement. I'm like, conscious of I don't want to annoy people because when people post a million times a day it's like people just get aggravated by it so I try not to do that but um 
it's doing it's doing well. I think I'm going to slow down a little bit with the rehab now that I'm not um, in a rush to be doing anything. But I think I'm four and a half months now and I can run on the treadmill for 30 minutes. That's that's what I'm allowed to do right now. And I did some I went over to our club, my old club gym last night and did some things on the trampoline. So that was pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that <laughs> on Instagram. Yep. Yeah, I I think it's interesting to see the progress when somebody's okay. injured, see like how long it takes for them yeah. to come back. So I, I appreciate okay. that. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's next for you? I know you mentioned on your retirement post that you were going to med school. Is that something that you're looking into doing in the United States or are you going to do it at home? Um, I'm going to do that at home because I want to live in – New Zealand and so I think that's just the easiest way to go about it and that's always been my plan um was to come back and so (laughs) right now of all times it seems like probably the best time to just stay put and so yeah hopefully (laughs) yeah that will work out and our school year starts um January end of January start of February so yeah it'll be about then and until then in the meantime I'm just gonna do some coaching I think and sort of keep myself occupied that way it's really hard to find a job in the middle of a pandemic so that's not great timing but hopefully I'll get some coaching opportunities so that will be cool (laughs) yeah what is your like future long-term career goal I'm not quite sure what I want to specialize in yet or even if I want to I mean I have so many interests I think once I get in I'll have a better idea but um I did some shadowing job shadowing with some orthopedic surgeons, some of our team surgeons, and that was really cool. Um, and I really enjoyed that. And I think just being an athlete, that's something that you naturally gravitate towards because you have so much experience with <laughs> orthopedic injuries. But um, I th- also think that working with kids would be extremely rewarding. Uh, I just have too many ideas right now. I couldn't tell you where I'm going to end up, but somewhere, somewhere in the medical field, hopefully. <laughs> You'll yeah. figure it out. No, no rush. <laughs> Before we let you go, we have a couple Twitter questions mm-hmm. that we wanted to do. The first one comes from at JimFan19, and they want to know what your experience was like competing in the Aurora Games back in 2019. <laughs> this is so funny. People have so many <laughs> opinions about the Aurora Games. For me, it was like I was I at home in New Zealand, and I was only here for like, three weeks. Um and it was, I think I had maybe another 10 days at home when Jess from Gymnastic messaged me and she was like, someone can't get a visa to come to the World Games like you would be great. Do you want to do it? And I was like, at first I was like, oh, I only have like three weeks at home in the year. Like, I don't know. But then she sort of explained it a little bit. And I was like, that sounds like something that doesn't happen very often and like a great opportunity. So I was like, yeah, why not? I'll do that. And it was so much fun for me. I mean, I was a a college gymnast at the time, so I wasn't getting paid. And I know that's a lot of where the drama comes from. Um, I know people, I'm not sure if they've been paid now, but there was a lot of issues with that whole side of things. But I was just really there for the experience. And so I got to meet so many people and made so many friends. And also the day that um, the day after we got there, I think the Jonas Brothers were playing in that stadium, and so I got to go to the Jonas Brothers. Like it was a really good time, and I enjoyed it. 
nice that's so cool yeah except when we competed the like the equipment was terrible like the beam was wet and the floor like the carpet on the floor was wet and the floor was like rocks like it was terrible we were all planning on doing like full ends and like like full-blown floor routines and then like we got there the day like of and we were like we can't do anything like (laughs) it was like the equipment was bad so that's why we did like layouts and our floor routines if people are wondering but I mean it was still fun <laughs> well I'm glad I'm glad you said that because that's actually what I was just going to ask you about because I, I remember people on Twitter were talking yeah. about that <laughs> that's yeah, so crazy pretty, pretty wild <laughs> okay so the next question comes from score for score and they want to know if there are any up-and-coming gymnasts from New Zealand that people should keep their eyes yeah, on yeah so I, I saw these twi- questions on Twitter and so I was trying to think, but, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, so out of the loop because I've been gone for four years and I only come back in the summer. And so I I honestly don't know. I'm sure there is, but I couldn't give you any names right now. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Um, the final question that we have is from at Reagan Flatley, and they want to know what it was like transitioning from competing at the elite level as an individual <laughs> to then going to college and training and competing every weekend with a team. Yeah, it was just fun. Like, if I have to describe it in one word, it was such a complete, like, it felt like a different sport to me because in elite you're training so many hours and, you know, a lot of the time it's on your own or with one or two other people. So just the atmosphere is a complete 180. Um, It's so fun being surrounded by people who are, all at such a high level and all motivated to do the same thing and so that's so much fun and competing every week is so so different to competing like five five times a year maybe um I personally really enjoyed it and I felt like there was like a lot less pressure even though you're doing it for a team it was like well you know you're competing so often that if you do make a little mistake you know like in a few days you're going to have the chance to fix that and so I think that was what was really fun about it it was it was yeah so we got to compete so often so that was really fun nice well that was all we had as far as questions is there anything else that you wanted to say or you know you wanted to tell Um, the fans I guess I would like to say that over the past um couple of days since I announced that I've had so much support and so that's been really awesome so I just want to thank everyone for all that (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode and thank you again to Courtney for taking the time to chat with us. Congratulations on an amazing career and we can't wait to see what you do next. We're definitely going to be rooting for you and wishing you all the best. If you guys are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you do so because we did a t-shirt giveaway this past week. It's a shirt that says gymnastics is my favorite season and I personally think it's a really cool shirt. So shout out to at Pretty Purple Leo for winning that giveaway and you can follow us on our Instagram. We're at All Things Gym Pod because we are going to be doing another giveaway and directions for how to enter for that will be coming later this week on our Instagram. So stay tuned. We hope you guys are staying safe 
safe and finding ways to stay positive through these weird and difficult times in life. And if you're out there protesting, especially if you're in the United States right now, please stay safe and let your voices be heard. You guys have our love and support if you're out there protesting, but stay safe, please. And we hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you next Monday. Bye. Bye.